and welcome to the Fantasy and Basketball Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark Shorten. Now, we've done busts. It's now time to do sleepers. So, hope I haven't missed too many people's drafts. I know that it's now the time to do it, and it is... What, we've got... Um, as as of time of recording, we've got a couple of weeks until we start the season. I've uh, been watching some of the preseason games, and there are some players there that... And, Yes, it's they're playing a lot of rotational guys at the moment, but there is a lot of guys there that look really, really appetizing. Guys that I wasn't expecting to have um, as big a preseason as they are, and on the flip side of that, some guys there that um, that have been a little bit disappointing, which I thought we're going to do a little bit more. So I. I've been rethinking a little bit about my sleepers, um, but when it comes down to it, there is—I mean, I've got—I've got twenty at least in the draft guide, um, all guys with opportunities to excel past their um, past their ADPs. So, I think that there is some really good money for jam mid to late in your draft, and depending on how aggressive you are, depending on how deep your draft is um, or your league is. There is some really good spots and some really good players to attack. Um, I will say that a lot of these are for category leagues. Um, I think that it is a little bit harder to chase some of these, um, some of these sort of guys in smaller formats. So, like eight category, sorry, not eight, um, eight team leagues, um, just because the depth isn't going to be there. Um, so I think that for your 10s, 12 and up, um, I think that there is definitely some really, really good value to be had um, in drafts this season. So um, to get cracking, to get stuck into it, um, first one I want to go with is Trey Jones. Um, if you don't know Trey Jones, brother of Tyus Jones, Trey Jones is, a, I think, a third-year player for... Um, for San Antonio, and now that DeJounte Murray is out the way, he will be given first crack at running that offense. Um, will he hold on to that spot? Don't know. Depends on how well he plays. Um, but because he's got the opportunity to do it, then I think that we've got to take it, take the chance with him and go with him on that ride. So um, San Antonio are not going to be good. There is definitely a risk that any good players on... San Antonio, and there's a couple that I've got in the draft guide, a couple that I want to speak about today. Um, we run the chance of them being sat at the end of the season if they are playing too well um, and if they aren't in a position to get Victor Wembanyama, who just quietly had a 37.5 block game but only had four rebounds when the dude's like 18 feet tall. Um, but anyway, um, the... There are some supporting stats as opposed to just a hunch on Trey Jones. We have got numbers from when DeJounte Murray hasn't been on the court and Trey Jones has filled in that spot. Um, without DeJounte Murray on the court, Trey Jones, we're looking at 12 points, we're looking at seven assists and a steal on 51% from the field, 77% from the line. I think that he's in a really good position to, to take off. As I mentioned, they they only have a couple of guards on their roster that are um, 
in a position to be able to contribute this year. Josh Primo, Primo um, is another one, but when they drafted him last year, they did say that he was going to be a bit of a longer-term prospect. He was a little bit raw. Um, he looks as though he's eight years old. Um, not to not to be ageist or anything, but Trey Jones is going to get crack at that, um, which is why I really like him. He is somebody that, as I've been watching ADPs, they are creeping up more and more and more. Um, and I might have a quick look as to what his ADP is at right now. Um, but if we're looking at Trey, where are we? I mean, his ADP on ESPN is still in the 120s, which is fine. You're going to want to go for him well and truly earlier than that. Um, I'll probably be looking at him the 80s, 90s. Depends when each each league is slightly different and there is a distinct drop-off of players who are just... You kind of you know what you're going to get. When you start to reach your... I don't know. Yeah, Aaron Gordon's. Um, I don't even know where he's going, but I then I just kind of pulled him out of nowhere. But when you're looking at players like, I don't know, Yusuf Nurkic, um, Clay Thompson, Brooke Lopez, Kelly Olenek, like those sort of guys who you know what you're getting with them. There is no upside there. Um that's where you want to be taking swings. Um, and Trey Jones is probably one of the first ones that you want to take a swing at because he's in a position, as I said, to have a really good season. Um, my guy, DeAnthony Melton, I've got here as well. Um, he's somebody that will probably go and draft in a lot of leagues, which I think is really, really foolish. He is a permanent monster. He has always been a permanent monster, but he's been playing in a... He's been playing in a side being Memphis, that just didn't give him a good enough run. He was got a job because he's a smaller guy, so he needs to play points. So he's sharing the point guard position, and he was kind of behind both Ja Morant and Tyus Jones. Um, so he was kind of third string there. Then at the two guard, you've got Desmond Bain and you've got Dylan Brooks. So even he's struggling to get any minutes there. Now he goes to Philly. You've got James Harden, who really only does have one leg. You've got Tyrese Maxey, who's going to play at the two. Who's the next one off? You've got DeAnthony Melton. As I said, he's a permanent monster. Per 36 minutes, you're looking at 17 points, 7 boards, 4 assists, 2.3 triples, 0.8 blocks, 3, um, three triples. I think I may have said that incorrectly, so I'm going to restart. Per 36, 17 points. Seven rebounds, four assists, 2.3 steals, 0.8 blocks, and three triples. And he knocks them all down at decent percentages as well. He is one of the better handcuffs to have this year. If you're getting James Harden, you've got to get DeAnthony Melton because if Harden goes down, Melton should start. And if Melton starts, then or at least his minutes are going to go up. And do I think he's going to get to 36? Probably not. Do I think he could get to 30? Absolutely he could get to 30. And then Melton is the sort of guy who on a night can get you four steals. 
he can win you a category on his own. Um, I just love him. He's a hustler. Uh, I just really, really like him. He was my guy last year. Kind of did okay. Um, I think it's Taylor Jenkins is the uh, Memphis coach, and he just didn't play him. Now, he should get pretty close to career um, career numbers. And I really like him, and I'm not going to miss out on that. I've been with him for too long to, to miss out on the ride. Um, as I said, he's got to be a handcuff for James Harden. Um, James Harden's hamstrings are a little bit iffy, to say the least. Um, talking about another handcuff, I've got Davion Mitchell. I really like him this year as a sleeper um, for a number of different reasons, um, one of which is the situation in Sacramento is probably more clear now than it. It's still a little murky, but it's more clear now than it has been in recent years. If they hadn't have traded for Kevin Hurd, I would have loved Davion Mitchell so much more, but they've got him, so oh well. Um, Mitchell will be the primary backup to, to De'Aaron Fox. But Darren Fox is very often injured. Um, he misses a lot of time, and that is great if you're a Davion Mitchell owner. Again, if you get Fox, you've got to get Davion Mitchell because one of those two is going to see the benefit, and I think they both have standalone value. But I think that it's – I don't know if anybody listening plays um, fantasy football, but it's like getting – Dalvin Cook and not drafting Alexander Madison. Um, you don't want to scramble if your main guy goes down. So David Mitchell is somebody that you need to get if you're drafting Darren Fox. The stats to support that, when Buddy Heald left, when um, Tyrese Halliburton left, the assist did pick up for David Mitchell. 25 games without them. They lifted to 5.5. Um and his points went up to 13, so 13 and 5.5. Not not anything to write home about, but um, it was still his rookie season. The key thing for me is his, um, is his steals. I think his nickname escapes me. I think it might be like off night or something because whenever somebody – is guarded by him. They have an off night. He's just a tenacious defender. Um, and it's only a matter of time until those steals translate to fantasy or to, to his defenses that translate to fantasy goodness. He just got one last year uh, or just under one last year. I really would not be surprised if they lifted to 1.2, 1.3, 1.4 because of how well he defends on ball um, and the opportunity that he's going to get um, to play both ends of the court. So I really like Davion Mitchell. As I said, draft him if you draft Aaron Fox. Um, Jalen Smith, he he's already been locked in to play power forward. Um, Rick Carlisle has already said he is our starting power forward. The reason that I think Rick Carlisle said that was in part to um, to provide some clarity around the logjam that is the center position, that is you know, Miles Turner, Isaiah Jackson, Gogo Batazde. Um, 
But at the four, it gives Jalen Smith a really good opportunity to produce, and it's going to give him all the minutes that he can handle. Per 36, again, is he going to get 36 minutes? Maybe. Um, he's in a really good position to get close to that, um, but he's also on a team that's not going to be very good, so we'll see. But per 36, 18 points per game, 12 rebounds, 1.6 blocks, 1.6 triples on 57, sorry, on 50 and 77% splits. Really, really, really good value. I am going to be targeting Jalen Smith in a lot of places. I love bigs who can stretch the floor as well as be able to provide on the defensive end. And those numbers, those per 36 numbers that I just read out, your 12 boards, your 18 points, your 1.6 triples, your 1.6 blocks on 50% from the field and 77% from the line were good enough for 60th overall value. I think... You could get him well later than 60th overall. Again, I'm going to have a quick look at um, where he is currently going in 132nd currently is his ADP on ESPN. I just think that that is a little bit, a little bit crazy. What's his ADP on? Where is it? 120 on Yahoo. Yahoo tends to have some slightly higher ones for a lot of players. Um, but still, if you can get Jalen Smith any any position after 70, I love that um, for a team that is going to be poor. They don't have a lot of depth at their four spots. Um, they've got a point guard who loves to drive and dish. Like I, I just really like Jalen Smith's fantasy value this year. And again, I'm going to be targeting him in a lot of places. Um, I just think that he's really, really good value this year. Um, and then last but not least, so number five out of the 20 that I've got on the um, in the draft guide, plus obviously all the ones in the team breakdowns. Um, I've got Devin Vassell. They're... I was listening to um, another podcast and they were trying to compare everything back to Desmond Bain, um, which I, I thought was really cool. So who's going to be this year's Desmond Bain? Who's going to be the guy who takes the next step up to be a top 50, top 40 sort of player? Um, they, and I'm glad that they said it because I was already thinking that Devin Vassell could be that guy. He will take, he will do some, um, some, some ball handling. Um, they don't have too many guys who can score like he can score. Um, and without DeAnthony, or sorry, without DeJounte Murray on the court, his numbers are really, really good. Um, in a, as I said, small sample size, but per 36, without DeJounte, 16 points, six boards, 3.4 dimes, and nearly a combined 2.5 stocks. So, combining steals and blocks. Um, the usage is going to be there for him. The production should definitely be there for him as well. I really like him to take the next step up and be an absolute fantasy stud for years to come. My concern is that people are going to snake him all over the place. Um, so I'm going to have to be really aggressive to get him. Um, 89th is his ADP on... Yahoo. Um, I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna have to reach 
higher than that to get him, um, which is hundredth on hundred on AD. Sorry, ADP is a hundred on ESPN. Um, I would be looking to go into the seventies to get Devin Vassell. If I could go Devin Vassell into Jalen Smith for my like seventh and eighth pick, I would be very very happy. Um, I just think that you're going to get. If you're combining those two numbers, I reckon that you'd be looking at getting close to 35 points, um, 15 boards, maybe not that many, 35 points, 12 boards, good percentages, good triples, good defensive stats. Um, And they're not boring guys either. Nobody wants to take your boring guys like Gordon Hayward. You don't. Nobody. Who wants to watch? Who turns on the TV and goes, "Oh, Gordon Hayward's playing today." Nobody. Nobody likes to watch Gordon Hayward. <laughs> um, I actually like Gordon Hayward, but nobody likes to watch him. He's boring. Uh, you want to watch guys who are exciting, and these young guys coming into the league, um, second, third year players, are going to be more exciting than those older guys who you know what you're getting every single time. Um, as I said, there is. I've still got a few more in there. I'm going to throw one more in there just because I've got a little bit of time. Um, and I really, really like this guy as a like last pick sort of um, player who has got enormous upside because the guy in front of him just doesn't stay on the court. Uh, it's Isaiah Hardenstein. Steinstein. Um, a, I shouldn't, his girlfriend's immaculate, but B, he is playing behind Mitchell Robinson, who is, whether it's foul trouble, he averages something in the region of 15 fouls a game, whether it's foul trouble or injuries, he doesn't play minutes, Mitchell Robinson. Um, so he's, Hardenstein's going to be the primary backup to him. Um, he hasn't been in the league as long as what we maybe think, but if we're looking at his, so... If we're looking at his numbers from last year and we're moving those across to this year, um, or we're looking at, say, the 48 minutes between center, um, you've got the 26 minutes that Mitchell Robinson has averaged for his career to date. Um, then we give, say, we give Hardenstein the other 22. Um, and we move those numbers across to. Um, well, he moved his numbers from last year across those 22 minutes. We're looking at his absolute floor at that point. And you're looking at 10 points, six boards, one steal, and 1.4 blocks. Um, that's good enough for a late round guy for me. Um, that's you've it's a very light version of a um, Jakob Pertle. Um, it's a very light version, obviously, of a Mitchell Robinson. But as soon as if there is any truth to Mitchell Robinson, the sky's the limit for him. Um, will he get up to 36 minutes a night? Probably not. Um, I think that they'll probably move Julius Randle across into the five and play a bit of small ball five a bit. But they've got they dry, they brought him in for a reason. Um, there's nobody else really there, um, and the output from the defensive end is real. So I do like Isaiah Hartenstein, Isaiah Hartenstein, 
um, as somebody who is going to provide really decent late round value with the opportunity to provide really top end or middle round value if an injury takes place. Um, again, your last three or so picks of your draft should be guys that you're going for, going for um, upside as opposed to just playing it safe. Um, but yeah, uh, keen to hear your thoughts. As I said, throwing in an extra one there. So that's six sleepers on this podcast. There's another 20 in the draft guide, uh, in the full draft guide. Um, I don't remember which ones I've put into the cheat sheet. So there might be these exact ones or there might be one or two different. Um, but if you're wanting the full content, the full draft guide is the way to go. Again, link in the bio. Um, good luck with your drafts. I don't hear from you beforehand. And yeah, don't forget to rate and subscribe.